Hey everybody, welcome to Geeky Dads Talk About Geeky Things. I'm JJ Johnson, and welcoming back on the show is none other than Josh R. Smith. Josh, what's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? It's good to good to be here tonight. I know, man. We're going to be talking about a lot of things, but real quick before we get started, Josh is a short story author, but he is also a YouTuber. And Josh, why don't you tell everybody about your new YouTube channel you got out there? Yeah, so I've been recording some episodes. Um, I play Minecraft on a survival multiplayer server with some other writers and friends, and we get into a lot of chaos and adventure and shenanigans. Um, you can go check me out at Disco Studios on YouTube, and um, we're getting into some pretty cool, fun, deep story mystery stuff, so go check it out. Yeah, and I absolutely love it. Me and the boys watch it uh, as often as we can, and it's just kind of fun to see how others play Minecraft and just all the things that you can do specifically on that. So it's great. It's good to watch, man. I really, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Thanks, man. All right, so tonight Josh and I are going to be talking about uh, one of our favorite things. Oh, yeah. Is, that is Thanksgiving food. Now, Josh, I don't know about you, but, you know, there are a lot of great holidays. Yeah. You have Memorial Day. All right. That's a fun one to barbecue out with family, getting kicking off summer. Um, obviously, the fourth is a big one. There's mm -hmm. Christmas. There's Christmas. There's Easter. But I love Thanksgiving for a number of reasons. First of all, it's the same time every year, no matter what. <laughs> you were getting, you know when it is. You get those two days off work if 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 you're like us, you know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that work on Thanksgiving. We appreciate them. People, yep. pizza workers, police, firefighters, nurses, doctors, the dude that sweeps Ford Field. All those people, we appreciate them. But, you know, I get I usually take this week off, and I just love Thanksgiving. There's just something about it, and I love Thanksgiving food. So we're going to talk about our top five Thanksgiving dishes. You got yours, man? I do. Ready to go. All right. Well, why don't you kick us off with your number five, and then we'll just count down. Sure. So I do kind of feel like my number five is a bit of a cheat. I, I kind of feel like whenever I've been on your podcast, I've kind of thrown the controversial one off first. So my number five is leftovers. So for me, there's not a whole lot better than on the day after Thanksgiving, or maybe if you do a lunch later on in the evening, you grab one of those big puffy bread rolls you crack it in half with your bare hands and you fill it with potatoes, gravy, turkey, noodles, whatever you can stuff in there. You just cram it full of stuff and you eat a lukewarm leftover sandwich. And I know there's people cringing in the audience right now, but man, that's just one of those things. I love picking it, the little bits of the plates when you're all done, just kind of snacking throughout the evening. So my number five is leftovers. Man, I, I, I got to agree. There's something about Thanksgiving leftovers that's just right. great. Just making a turkey sandwich. Hmm. Um, the turkey sandwiches I make, they're not quite as you know dramatic as Ross's from Friends. But, <laughs> I mean, there's just something about having a turkey sandwich, you know, with, with turkey from Thanksgiving on Black Friday when everybody else is doing Black Friday shopping and I'm smart enough to stay home. 
Oh, so. yeah. Of course, I think Black Friday runs all week now. So, <laughs> man, I, I got an email today that said Black Friday is now. And I'm like, um, it's not even Friday, it's Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I got a, uh, a Bass Pro Shop and Cabela's catalog yeah. from November 21st through the end of the week. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, my number five is a little different. I'm going to go with a controversial one. I'm going to go with cranberry sauce mm. now i'm not talking about that little thing you pull out of a, a can that's just like a little can shaped jello <laughs> you know the creepy alien looking thing that wiggles at you yeah i've actually never really been a fan of that all right so my wife does cranberry sauce and full disclosure everybody my wife is a chef okay she's a culinary chef she's been to culinary school she's fixed dinners for hundreds of people um, you know, sometimes at the three to 400. So she, she does this for a living, but she takes, you know, real cranberries, mm. pomegranate juice and sugar. And she puts it in a, bo- a pot and she boils it. Now here's the thing. Pomegranates, when they get hot, they start to burst open. All right. Okay. And so you don't have to mash them at that point. And this just makes an unbelievable, like, tarty sauce that's really good. Now, I like to just take it and use it almost as like a jelly on my dinner roll or something like that. But I love a good cranberry sauce, and this one just hits it right out of the park for me. So that's my number five. Nice. I'm not really a big fan of the cranberry sauce at all. Um but if I ever get the opportunity to do Thanksgiving with you and your family, then I will, I will give that a go. All right, man. I'll make sure we have it for you. All right. So what's your number four? So number four is mashed potatoes. But there, there has to be a specific consistency to good Thanksgiving mashed potatoes. Um, I'm not a fan of the powdery, runny potatoes, you know, but I'm also not the full lump potatoes where it's you know like a big pile of gravel there's there's got to be good hand hand mashed potatoes with some good sized lumps in there where you can kind of chew it and it has little pockets for all your gravy even then sometimes if you have good good potatoes you don't even need you don't even need gravy just a little bit of butter salt pepper so my number four is lumpy potatoes. You know, I gotta agree. I love I love a good mashed potato. I like it when mm-hmm. they're melted butter, like inside. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, it's like it's unbelievable. So I like it. Um, sometimes I even like the lumps to have a little bit of the, the skin on them. You sure. Know? Yeah. So I like that. I like a lumpy mashed potato too. I think it's a great addition, and. Uh, I, it's one of those things I, I look forward to. It's always on my plate at Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. All right, my number four is uh, some people like this, some people don't, and that is a good sweet potato dish. Mm. Now, I don't like sweet potato pies, but okay. I love sweet potatoes. So what my wife does is she takes like a Tupperware pot. She'll mash the sweet potatoes after she's baked them into this pot, you know, kill them, all that stuff. 
And then what she does is she takes some like salted butter and like puts a, a you know a few slices over the top of it. Then she takes like a brown sugar and covers that thing with brown sugar and then sticks it in the oven. Now what it does is it ends up baking. And so when you pull it out, it's got kind of got this crusted top like a uh, creme brulee or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so when you go to dip that out, you're getting that crunch. You're getting oh, yeah. potato with the butter. Oh, it was unbelievable. It's one of my favorite dishes. I love it. A good sweet potato. Now, now we probably need to have a disclaimer on this episode, not to listen to it if you're hungry. Because <laughs> uh, I'm getting pretty hungry. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> so, so, we're recording this exactly one week from Thanksgiving. So. Yeah. Now... It's, it's, there's no sugar plums dancing around my head right now. It's it's turkey drumsticks and sweet potato. So last night, my wife cooked a Thanksgiving dinner for over 200 people. Oh, wow. So I got leftovers last night. <laughs> and I took some to lunch today. So Very nice. I've already had some Thanksgiving meal, and it is awesome. Nice. Now, I'll say that I actually wasn't a fan when I was a kid of sweet potatoes. Okay. Um, But it's one of those things that kind of as an adult, you know, you're like, hey, I'm supposed to like these things or let me give this a try. And man, the way way they're talking about them with the brown sugar and some some hot butter. Oh, yeah. I, I like me some sweet potato. Yeah, I was the same way. I didn't like them growing up either, but. They've kind of grown on me, man. Yeah. All right. Wait. All right. So for number three, one of the things that that we always do with my family is, you know, as, as you're cooking and prepping and and even afterwards, as I talked about, like leftovers and all that stuff, we'll go to Aldi or Sam's or something and we'll buy some fancy cheese and have fancy cheese and crackers always sitting out or a cheese ball. Or something like that. So we'll get some some aged Gouda or some extra sharp cheddar. Um, we've got, uh, I, I live in the Midwest and we've got lots of little Mennonite and Amish stores. And there's an Amish store nearby that sells bulk uh, aged cheese. And man, I could go and drop a bunch of money there and just graze on cheese all day long. Wouldn't be good for me later, but you know. It's pretty nice when, when you can go and you can just kind of snack on a little bit of cheese and some veggies and some crackers and stuff like that kind of as you're prepping for the big meal. Yeah, I got to agree. You know, um, I always kind of like those little side dishes that you do. We uh, Where I grew up, there was a, a Mennonite and an Amish community. And there's a mm-hmm. place cheese house in Shota, Oklahoma. And they have over 80 different varieties of cheese. Wow. One of one of my favorite types of cheese is like a smoked cheese. Yeah. And I just love smoked cheese with rich crackers. I agree. It's one of those things you can you can snack on as you're getting ready for the meal. Yeah. And snack on it even after the meal when you're just sitting there watching football or hanging out with the family. So I agree. You, you put it in your leftover sandwich, a big old thick slice of cheddar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. or gouda. My my kids are cheese snobs and no, uh, nice. Uh, Miles, my my oldest, like it's got to be Gouda with him. I mean, yeah. every, everything's got to be Gouda. So 
Aged Gouda is one of the best cheeses. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's an excellent cheese. All right, man. My number three is a dessert, and that is a pecan pie. Oh yeah. You know, I I like I like I'm I'm a big fan of all pies. I like apple pie, I like blueberry pie, lemon meringue pie. I like pumpkin pie, but pecan pie. I and I think a lot of it just has to go back to just memories of my grandmother making pies. You know, leading up to Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. she please make the pecan pie for me. It was like this is Jeremy's pie or JJ's pie or whatever. You know, she called me Jeremy, which is my real name, by the way, folks. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So she would just always make that pie and then just kind of, you know, it was, it was a big thing. It was like a, that, that thing that, you know, I loved. And so I, for me, I don't know. It's something about just that. And I, I like it when it's just a, the crust is just a little bit burnt and, mm. and I like it that way. And so I got to go with the pecan pie. I mean, I've made pecan pies. My wife makes pecan pies. It's just it's it's one of my favorite things uh, around Thanksgiving. Is looking forward to that pecan pie. So, yeah, I think that if somebody had a pumpkin pie or a pecan pie, and I could only have one slice, I think that I would stick with pecan pie too. Yeah, yeah. It's not that I don't like the other pies. It's just pecan's my thing, man. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, we had the same number two. We did. I thought that was that was interesting that this dish. Sat at two for both of us. I know. So why don't you tell us, and then we'll talk about the different ways we like to eat it or fix it. Oh, yeah. So number two for both of us is turkey. Right. Tends to be the kind of the main meat for most most families on this day. It's pretty traditional traditional meat. Um, you know, sometimes we'll do ham. Um, but for the most part, we do turkey. Um, my wife is not... Uh, wasn't wasn't born in the U.S. She actually was born in New Zealand. So their family wouldn't do a whole lot of traditional Thanksgiving stuff. So when we got married, something I kind of got to help bring to the family because it was something that she never really did a whole lot of. So um, we would do turkey. Um, you know, you you got to brine it overnight. It's all kinds of good recipes out there. I'm a big fan of Alton Brown's recipe. Go, go hit that one up. Um, but for about the last... Oh, five or six years, maybe. Um, I've been getting into smoked foods, and so I've got a smoker. And man, there is not a whole lot better than a brined smoked turkey. Um, a couple years ago, it, as we were putting together our meal plan for Thanksgiving, it seemed like every single dish had something about maple or bacon. And we did a, a maple bacon turkey, and man, that's probably one of the best things I've ever cooked. I just remember how how sweet and savory, good smoky flavor, real moist bird. Oh, so fun, so good. Yeah, we're the same way. Now, my wife, uh, the way she brines a turkey, she actually uses a recipe, a turkey brine recipe from um, the Pioneer Woman. Okay, and uh, it's really good. And last year, she. Um, we did the same thing. She, we did two turkeys. We actually, the regular turkey she brined and then she, you know, you know, cooked in the oven. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we had a turkey breast that we just got boneless, mm-hmm. and I took that boneless turkey breast, which I think it was like eight, between eight and ten pounds. Yeah. And she had brined the turkey breast, and then I smoked it, 
um, with applewood chunks. Yep. Um, I'm I'm an apple. That's my that's my wood of choice is apple. Um, so I usually use that, and I did that on the regular smoker. I didn't do it on the uh, the pellet grill Traeger. Mm-hmm. I just did it on the regular smoker. So, at man, both of them just hit the spot. One of the things I like about a brine turkey, especially because I didn't, I never had a brine turkey until until I got married. And my wife, my wife was doing because everybody in my family just you know stuck it in the oven and waited, mm-hmm. waited for the little thing to pop. And usually by that time it was overdone, but it's just how moist a brine turkey is. Oh yeah, it's just something about it. Now I know a lot of people who use like a, a cheesecloth. Have you ever heard of that? Um, I've never done that. I haven't either, and I I think it was um it was one of our radio hosts here in Oklahoma City, um, was talking about how he cooks a turkey. And he does something with a cheesecloth, and I'm really not sure what you do with it, but I've heard of a lot of other people using a cheesecloth as well. I don't, like I said, I don't know anything about it. If you yeah. little, you know anything about that, uh, let us know. Yeah, for sure. So, I, I will say, so I, I had the opportunity to cook to some food for um, our church did a missions conference earlier this year, and I smoked about eight turkey breasts, and I'm looking forward to doing trying to trying to reach that level of of uh cooksmanship here here next week we, we're we're not going to do a full turkey we're just going to do a turkey breast yeah um and and meet with just a few of our family we're you know it kind of seems the older you get the more spread out family gets sometimes so uh, we're gonna do a uh, smoked turkey breast and i can't wait to get there yeah so yeah i mean it, and that's just the way it is and you know me and my wife we decided we want the kids to have um, traditions of being didn't want to load up the car, drive, mm-hmm. you know, drive all over the place. That's just something we didn't want to do. And, and I, I, I think in a way, probably some of my, our family probably didn't like that. But um, for us, it's just something about being at home and uh, just keeping it small and simple. That's what we like to do. And so, yeah. Sometimes we'll do the full turkey. Sometimes we just do a turkey breast. But um, like I said, you got leftovers for a week, and that's just that's, oh yeah, that's magical. So, <laughs> all right, man, what's your number one? All right, so my number one is one of those things. Um, I'm sure you and many of our listeners have seen the movie Ratatouille when the food critic bites into that dish at the end of the movie. It takes him back to his childhood. And so for me, my number one is a dish that my mother used to make and a restaurant that I used to work at uh, uh, made the same thing, used her, her recipe actually. And it is a caramel bread pudding. And we can talk about pecan pie, pumpkin pie. We can talk about brownies and ice cream all day long. But the best dessert in the world, in my opinion, is a good caramel bread pudding. And you know, I you were talking about things being a little a little crumb brulee, a little caramelized on top, a little burnt. Man, when when you get a, a bread pudding that's kind of got that, you know, mushy bread, but not runny because that's just gross. But then you get it drizzled with this caramel, and you get some crusty bits where the bread's just a little burnt almost and you get some caramelized uh, sugar on top of it and you put a little scoop of vanilla with that 
oh man, that is that is hitting some home memories for me. And so my my number one Thanksgiving food is caramel bread pudding. Nice. I like that. I, I you know, I don't think I've ever had it for I've had caramel bread pudding. Mm. Just don't think I ever had it for Thanksgiving. I had a Paula Deen's restaurant one time. Okay. And uh in Savannah, I think it was Savannah, Georgia. Where her anyway. Um but yeah, I had it I had it there and that was um that was good. And mm. yeah, caramel bread pudding, man. There's just it's a good it's a good type of uh just it's different. It's different. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about it. All right, my number one is something that my wife makes. Everything's what my wife makes, by the way. <laughs> I have an incredible wife and she is an amazing cook. So um, and you know, it, my my wife has been cooking since she was her. You know, her father and her brother died when she was thirteen, so she grew up, you know, cooking for her younger sisters and you know also her mom. So she's been in the kitchen pretty much her entire life. But one of the things that she makes that I absolutely love, and I just had some of it for lunch today. I had some of it last night. <laughs> that is a cornbread stuffing. Hmm. Now, here's my question. Do you call it stuffing or do you call it dressing? I call it stuffing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't, we don't like actually stuff it in the bird. That's just what we call it. So, um, yeah, for her, it's, it's this cornbread and it, that's, that's the main ingredient. I have no idea what she puts in it. Everything else that you put into a stuffing. But the thing about it is, you know how when you cook, you get, you know, jiffy cornbread and it kind of has that sweet taste to it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how you're, you're getting this right here. So it's got that cornbread sweetness to it. But you put gravy on top of that and you're just sitting there. It is it is unbelievable. It's one of those things that on on Thanksgiving, whether she's making it up at, at church or she's making it for the family i absolutely dig it i absolutely love it i gotta go with that every time it's my Mm. dish cornbread stuff i think i think we're gonna have to do a a thanksgiving meal together sometime (laughs) even if it's not on thanksgiving (laughs) i don't care when it is yeah yeah so yeah our christmas is a little different though yeah because christmas we go on Christmas Day, we we just hang out in our PJs, watch Christmas movies, and go get Chinese food as takeout. Nice. We don't even cook, so. Uh, my family's always been a little culturally eclectic, and and there was probably one of my my most favorite um, Christmas memories. I know we're kind of diverging from the topic here, but uh, we made tamales and some authentic Mexican food, and that was that was fun. You know, an all day event. That was pretty good. That's cool. That's cool. I like it when things, when families, you know, because, you know, whether regardless of whether or not you're cooking a traditional meal on yep. or Christmas, I mean, it's really just all about hanging out with your family anyway. Yep. And, you know, sometimes, and for me, it's just like, let's just take a day off. Let's just disconnect from the news, which is all negative anymore. Mm. Disconnect from all the toxic things out there in the world. Uh, not think about work if you have the luxury of being off and not having to do that. 
and just hanging out with family and you know my wife and her sisters they like to go out and do the black friday shopping it's like they're mm-hmm. they just like hanging out together and me and the boys will just stay at the house and play video games and and i think that's that's the thing about thanksgiving so whether or not you're doing you know chinese food like we are on christmas or like you've done in the past making tamales and just having fun with the family yep. that's really what it comes down to now oh, here's yeah. my next question football or the parade um it depends on who's playing football for that's the true. most part that's true um my wife's family is not really into football. My side of the family is a little bit more into football as long as it's the Green Bay Packers plan. Um, we'll watch the parade or have it on at least. You know, my kids are 12 and under, and so we'll watch and kind of see what's going on. For the most part, they'd rather watch something else, but but Thanksgiving does tend to be one of the days where parents get control of the TV and kids can go play, you know, outside if it's nice or get on a video game or go do something other than just sit in front of a TV all day. So, but I, I think that I've enjoyed the parade the last, the last few years. So. Yeah, it's been a little different. I mean, we had the COVID year obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last year was still, still sort of scaled back. Um, you know, we'll have the parade on. My kids are still young enough to where they love the parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, football. I'm more of a college football guy. Right. More. Yeah, I mean, and you know that about me a lot. And, and a lot of my, like, you know, you and and Jason, who have been on the show, and Ted. You guys are. You guys all enjoy NFL. I'm in Oklahoma, uh, so I enjoy college. You know, more than anything. Um, I, you know, I've had David Wright on. He's a big Georgia Bulldog fan. So you know, you know, for me, it's college football. I mean, like, you know. Right now, Sooners aren't doing too good. So. Mm. But anyway, I mean, yeah, there's just something about it. Just, you know. Now, here's another question. you take a nap on Thanksgiving? Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, what, what tends to end up happening, um, especially if, uh, uh, you know, depending on what, what the weather is. You know, again, we live in the Midwest. It's been snowing this last week, and it's been 22 degrees, but... I believe next week we're supposed to get up into the fifties. So as long as it's not raining on Thanksgiving, we'll, we'll do our lunch. We'll eat. We'll lay about for about an hour or so, maybe watch a little football and then everybody will go take about an hour long walk somewhere. Yeah. And and we'll walk the neighborhoods and put on our ski caps and jackets. And, and that's typically, you know, that's kind of another traditional fun thing that we do. Um, our, our community that we live in, uh, we do a Christmas tree lighting the, the day before Christmas. And so, you know, depending on what the weather is, I may be putting up some Christmas lights on my house and doing all that stuff. I know a lot of people have been putting lights up a lot earlier this year, but we, yeah. we do like to wait till right after Thanksgiving to get ours done. Well, we, uh, we have actually put our tree up early this year. Nice. We put our tree up just like a week after, not even a few days actually after Halloween. But all we did was put the lights on it. We haven't put any decorations on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that makes for me that makes it a lot. It just makes Thanksgiving uh, week a lot less stressful. I don't have to grab everything out of the attic. It's already down, kind of there. As far as putting lights on the house, I'll probably do that next week. 
uh, a few days before Thanksgiving. Get it done. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. all right. I like it. Now I'm hungry and I'm, I'm, <laughs> I need to go eat. So, <laughs> all right, Josh, it's been great having you on again, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. What is this? This is like episode three for you, man. I think so. Yeah. You're about done with season one, right? Uh, we are going to wrap season one up here in just a few weeks. And then we're going to take a week or we're going to take a few weeks off for Christmas. Um, make some changes to podcasting equipment. I've had some pops here and there and kind of up the production value a little bit. Use, yeah, a excellent. use a different platform moving forward as we start launching season two. And then uh, we'll get into season two and um, sometime in January. And if you are a geeky dad and you are interested in being on the show and you have a topic you would like to pitch, just you know, shoot me a message on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or you can email me at geekydadsgeekythings at gmail.com. And if you have any complaints about the show, you can send those to Jason C. Joyner <laughs> at geekydads.com. Now, you're going to have me on for a Skyrim episode, correct? That is correct. I am probably about 70 hours into Skyrim. Woo. And if I'm being honest, I could probably play another 200 hours and not finish every quest. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're definitely going to get into it. That's going to be in season two. And we're going to talk about some of just some of our favorite quests and some of the things because, you know, I love I love open world concept games. That's why I love Breath of the Wild. Um, And then my wife bought me one for Christmas based off your recommendation, actually. Yeah. And and then I'm playing Skyrim. And I for me these are the games that just allow me to disconnect for 30, 40 minutes a night. Um, and I don't play them every night. I play it maybe two or three times a week, but after the kids have gotten into bed and I just need to just like, I need to breathe for a second because you know, life gets, t- life gets tough and this allows me to just kind of breathe a little bit. And so I'm absolutely loving Skyrim. So yes, Josh is going to be coming on. We're going to be doing a Skyrim episode. So, all right well thanks everybody for listening this has been geeky dads talking about geeky things that's a wrap